All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of the most spookiest, ghoulish, creepiest, you know, look over your shoulder, throw some salt over the other shoulder, show, podcast even, that you got going with the Mostly Ghostly Podcast Hour. You know what I mean? Yeah, welcome everybody back. Uh, as usual, I'm, 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 I'm joined by my co-host, Ray Booten. Always a pleasure, Ray. How you doing over there today? Pretty good. How about you? Doing all right. Doing pretty good. <laughs> and we have a superb guest with us this evening. You know, you've seen her on the show many a times. Many a times. She's like the third leg, they say, of the operation. Cynthia Whitney, how are you doing over there today? Repeat offender. I am a repeat offender. That's true. <laughs> I'm doing great. Super happy I can join you guys tonight. We're always super happy to have you. So uh, we're going to get a super happy, positive episode today, too. This episode tap dances a little bit away from the macabre and the darkness, um, which is all valuable things for you guys out there to get knowledge of. But one of the biggest things that we've always talked about on this show was like the protection, whether you're going to talk about these things, go try and, you know, interact with these things. However, you're going to want to be able to protect yourself. You know what I mean? So. I know we've had episodes in the past where we've kind of talked about the importance of protection, but tonight we're going to pop into kind of uh, some ways of protecting, you know what I mean, a little deeper. And these certain ways are, in fact, the seven, the seven most, you know, heavy-duty prayers uh, for spiritual warfare uh, that you're going to need if you're rolling up into some bad stuff and uh, you need someone to have you back, you need the big mitt and to have you back. You know, some of these prayers can be said to make things go away. You know what I mean? Now, I know you both are very, uh, very, you know, concerned with when you go on a, an area with with paranormal there that you must do the prayers before and after. I know Ray's very heavy on it. Cindy Lou, as you learned go- the hard way, learned the hard way, brought one home. And they're they're difficult to get rid of. They can hide anywhere. You know what I mean? It's it's tricky behavior. Now, as we venture forth, I want to know if any of you guys are hip to these these prayers. I know Ray's probably knows one or two of them, maybe all seven of them. You know what I mean? Um, I'm gonna, I might know two or three. You know, you know what I mean? And uh, Cindy Lou, she probably knows. I'd say yeah, five. I, I'd say five. Yeah, I have to refer to my Ray Booten um, instructional booklet. Um, on, on those times, but I find when I, uh, when I really need it, the words just kind of come naturally. That's yeah. it. That's it right there. It's kind of like the magic of the universe. It's a very good deal. I've got my, uh, I've got a booklet out here, which has those seven prayers and probably about, I don't know, five or six more. Yeah. See, Ray puts this list to shame. He's got all everything that this list has. Ray has even more. So this this list learned everything from Ray, but Ray didn't learn everything from this list. Is what I'm trying to say. You know that that list was composed by people that took it from the booklet that I have, Spiritual Warfare. Okay. They pick they picked seven uh, seven of the best. I mean, and, and saying the best is kind of personal preference. Who's to say? You know, so uh, how many are there all together? Do you know, Ray? This is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 
8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Hold on, that's a long one. Turn another page. 13, 14, 15, 16. Mm. And what else do I have here? I've got 16 of them here. They really hacked away at that list then to get all the way down to seven out of 16. Wow. Well, we're going to go into what these folks classify. Some people out there like to classify these seven as the most powerful, but we'll see how we go, you know. Now, according to the, the Catechism of the Catholic Church, the whole of man's history has been a story of dour combat with the powers of evil stretching so our Lord tells us, <clears throat> from our very dawn of history until the last day, this dramatic situation of the whole world, which is in the power of the evil one, makes man's life a battle. Therefore, beloved, but on a whole, but the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. All right, for our struggle is not against enemies of the flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly place. Ephesians six eleven eighteen. So that was a heavy deal, and that was a heavy opening. You know what I mean? Uh, very good stuff. Do you guys feel safer already from the from the first? Five minutes in, I know I feel a little bit safer. You know what I mean? I always just feel safer when raised in the general vicinity. Ray, you are a <laughs> spiritual rock star. You should. I'm waiting for the book. You're gonna. You should put out your own uh, prayer book. Thirty-two prayers. Well, what the uh, what the Catholic Church is saying there is said in a lot of cultures. Also, it's about the battle between good and evil. Mm. And they're using uh, the belief system within the church to fight and cast out evil and protect themselves from it. It's a common theme in many, many cultures and many religious beliefs. You've always got the two sides battling it out. And we as humans are stuck in the middle and we have to do something. We have to pick a side and we have to do something about it. Yeah. I've heard that for a while too, like with the, the armor of God saying the prayers, it's like creates like a force field around you. So it can keep things from getting to you, which makes a lot of sense. You know, it's the power. It's the power. You know? Now, if you believe you are engaged in spiritual warfare today, tonight, tomorrow, whenever, uh, or if you are just looking for protection from it, here is seven of the most powerful spiritual warfare prayers that we can offer you up in one mostly ghostly episode. Now, the first one, Anima Christi, and uh, mm -hmm. forgive me forgive me if I do it wrong, and Ray, let me know when I did it wrong. Like I think I just did that one, right? Um, I'm, I'm just looking at it now. Going, I'm going to go follow along while, while you read. Okay. So it's the Anima Christi, or Christi, um, soul of Christ, sanctify me, body of Christ, save me, blood of Christ, inebriate me, uh, water from the side of Christ, wash me, passion of the Christ, strengthen me, O oh, good Jesus, hear me, within your wounds, hide me, let me never be separated from you, 
from the evil one, protect me at the hour of my death. Call me and bide, bide me to come to you, uh, that with your saints I may praise you forever and ever. Amen. That was pretty heavy. You know what I mean? Um, inebriate me. I think that's kind of, um, it's not what we all are probably assuming, or at least my childish mind is assuming. I feel it's kind of being caught up in the spirit, right? Where you just laugh because you're at the, when people go speaking in tongues and say they go to the foot of the throne and they, you know, dance around. I think it's because of, that's kind of like the inebriation type thing, right? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, uh, when it's blood of Christ inebriate me, it's like fill me completely. Um, let me be uh, filled with you more than, you know, we're not talking to a sip from a glass here. Mm-hmm. We're talking your whole being be full of. And the blood of Christ uh, in Catholicism and Christianity is the what cleanses us and what saves us. Sounds like a communion prayer a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, I'd say so. A little bit. It ends with the big amen. You know, that's very important to have. You know what I mean? That's kind of closing time. Now, prayer for protection is kind of the one of the what we really like to talk about. We really like to dive into here. Um, you know, that anima Christi. It's kind of just everyday stuff, I think, you know what I mean? Where, like, you just kind of do it for overall protection. But uh, prayer for protection, I think we're going to dive a little deeper into uh, certain things, you know. Uh, Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for sharing with me your wonderful ministry of healing and deliverance. Thank you for the healings that I have experienced today. I realize that the sickness of evil is more than my humanity can bear. So I ask you to cleanse me of any sadness, negative thinking, or despair that I may have picked up while interceding for others. That sounds pretty safe, you know. Um, Any comments on that one? Did they stop right there? There's a little bit more, but they stopped for a little bit. We also have... If I have if I have been tempted to anger, impatience, or lust, cleanse me of those temptations and replace them with your love, joy, and peace. If any evil spirits have attached themselves to me or pressed me in any way, I command you, spirits of earth, fire, water, and the netherworld, or the evil forces of nature to depart now and go straight to Jesus Christ, for him to deal with you as he will. That's heavy too, you know what I mean? That's kind of like, back up out of here, Jack. That's, uh, you know, sending it to the source. I'm always interested in the idea of, you know, humans having so much power, but it's really not their power. It's the power of the holy, you know what I mean? Do Do they have another paragraph? Um, they do. I was taking a breath. It's so hard. It's so much. Uh, come Holy Spirit, renew me, fill me with your love, peace, and joy. Strengthen me where I feel weak and clothe me with your light. Fill me with your life 
Lord Jesus, please send your holy angels to minister me and protect me from all forms of sickness, harm, and accidents. I thank you and praise you, my Lord, God, and King. We have a Psalms uh, reading as well here uh, from Psalms 91. Did you want to comment on any of that before I pop into Psalms or Psalms part of it that you're waiting for me to do? Well, the Psalms, um, well, as you know, um, I spent a couple of years studying with the uh, Israel Bible Institute. Yeah. And uh, they're Jewish Christians. They look at everything from the perspective of Christianity, from the perspective of a Jew in the time of Jesus, which gives you some interesting insights. And there was a whole course on Psalms. Yeah. And one of the interesting things is a lot of the Psalms, um, what they do is they praise God, but in a different way than most people realize. Like one, I can't remember which one, but there was one uh, we were picking apart the words and studying it for the meaning out of the old Hebrew. And to paraphrase it, it says that you know, Lord, I love you. You know, you know, I'm going to screw up, and I know you love me, and you're going to forgive me. And I thank you for that love, and I thank you for that forgiveness, and just help me to do better. But a lot of them are, are kind of like, thank you, God, for being understanding. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you. I, your love's fantastic. I love it. I love you. And it's kind of like a lot of the Psalms are that way, you know, more yeah. formal than said. But a lot of them are just so so positive and powerful if you dwell on some of the words. You know how there's a big difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Do you know what caused that? How it, he became, he was kind of like the wrath of God, and then it was kind of like forg- the forgiving God. Do you know what the big change was there? Um, you're coming from, a lot of it is interpretation, a lot of the old writings, a lot of it is in love. Yeah. Um, but you also have to understand you were dealing with the tribal people. Mm. And what they knew is power. Yeah. And like one, one thing I'll say is um, in many things you hear the king of kings. Mm-hmm. Now, if you take the tribal people and you go back to particularly since the tribes of Israel, when they were in captivity, Babylonians and others and stuff, the most powerful thing they had to relate to was a king. Because the king had the power of life and death, punish you, elevate you, everything. So if you're talking to the talking to these people and you're trying to explain the concept of a supreme being above everything else, mm-hmm. the best way you can say it to them is, oh, you want to know how powerful he is? He's the king of kings. Mm. That is pretty high up there. So that, that what they're doing is trying to relay to people what this source of everything is, this, this divine power beyond our grasp that is everything comes from creation comes from we come from and how do you make it powerful you make it relate to what people know kings and you make god the king of kings yeah i'm with that let me uh i'm gonna get into psalms 91 because it's my favorite psalms you know i have a tattooed down my back actually whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty 
I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers. God's got feathers. And under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Rampart, my bad. Uh, you will not fear the la- the terror of night. I'm reading this through a mirror, so don't you know off my back, so don't get too hard on me. Now you not will you will not. Now I'm just lost my mind. You will not can, fear the terror. Are you, do you want this by heart? Are you about to pop it out? I got it in front of me. If you want me to read it, no, I got it. I'd, I'd feel too ashamed of myself if I couldn't get through it. Uh, you will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may uh, may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but uh, w- but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the Most High your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. That's heavy stuff. Um... You know, the feathers, they're talking about God having feathers. I just want to jump back to that real quick. Um, is that what they were going for? Or is that, you know, he's in everything. He's in the birds, too. I know they he's bring in up... Every, he's in everything. I don't have the old translation, but sometimes <laughs> what you have is that um, it goes from old Hebrew to modern Hebrew to Greek yeah. or Latin. And words change. Right. And so it's kind of like, uh, okay, what are, that's like when people say, they say Jesus Christ. It should be Jesus the Christ. Yeah. Christ comes from Christos. I believe that is Latin, which actually has two, two meanings. Mm. Uh, the church has chosen the anointed one. The other meaning for the Christos is the enlightened one. Yeah. So. It's it's which which one you're going to use. And Greek was notorious. If they did not have an exact word, they would sometimes uh, pick a word that sounded like it, not through the meaning way off, mm. <laughs> way way off. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, the feathers and the wing talk made me feel like almost God was a bird type character figure. You know what I mean? It gets dark. It has some post apocalyptic vibes in there. I'm not saying that he is a bird. Don't, no worries, no worries. But uh, post-apocalyptic talk is in that thing, you know, that punishment of the wicked. You know what I mean? That type of deal. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Cindy Lou, do you have anything to say about that Psalm 91? I think it's, you know, reassurance and, um, you know, almost, um, it, well, once you believe, I think anything can happen. And I really think that's what's trying to do there is just, you know, give you the confidence. Faith. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, that's the, it's like the test, you know, the test of faith is all throughout the Bible and everything. And right there, it's telling you, you know, there'll be death to your right, death to your left, but, you know, keep faith in me type deal. You know, the first ever inspirational, you know, motivator right there. Prayers for inner healing. This is going to be a big one too, I think, for folks out there. Because I think everybody always needs a little inner healing. You know what I mean? And there ain't no shame in that. There's no shame in that game. Um, and here goes for inner healing. You say something. You should look it up and not actually say what I say because I'm probably mutilating. But prayer of inner healing. Dear Lord Jesus, please come and heal my wounded and troubled heart. I beg you to heal the torments that are causing anxiety in my life. I beg you in a particular way to heal the underlying source of my sinfulness. I beg you to come into my life and heal the psychological harms that struck, uh, struck me in my childhood and from the injuries they have caused throughout my life. See, that's pretty heavy. That leaves like the spiritual world that goes right to the psychiatrist's office on that one. You know what I mean? I think that's, uh, that's like, just plain old living life. You take religion out of the picture, that's just living life type stuff, which is, you know, no matter how you get it, as long as you're getting it, you know what I mean? Lord Jesus, you know my burdens. I lay them on your good shepherd's heart. I beseech you by the merits of the great open wound in your heart the heal, to heal the small wounds that are in mine. Heal my memories so that nothing that has happened to me will cause me to remain in pain and anguish, filled with anxiety. Heal, O Lord, all those wounds that have been the cause of evil that is rooted in my life. I want to forgive all those who have offended me, look to those inner sores that make me unable to forgive, and who came to forgive the afflicted of heart. Please heal my wounded and troubled heart. Heal, O Lord Jesus, all those intimate wounds that are the root cause of my physical illness. I offer you my heart. Accept it. Lord, purify it and give me the sentiments of your divine heart. Heal me, O Lord, from the pain caused by the death of my loved ones. Grant me to regain peace and joy in the knowledge that you are the resurrection and the life. Make me an authentic witness to your resurrection your victory over sin and death and your loving presence among all men. Amen. That should be all men and women, I'd like to say. A little 2022 action going on. But other than that, I, I got down with the rest of it. You know what I mean? It all's good. What do you guys think of that last one, you know? Well, I mean, the Jews definitely connected illnesses, um, you know, with with the lack of being having a strong faith and, and, and practicing correctly. Cause right. I want to say, you know, lepers were cast out, right. Weren't they, weren't That's they sent right. away for, for religious per? It wasn't, it, 
I, I believe, and I, if I'm wrong, you know, definitely um, correct me that there is a, a, def cor a definite correlation between um, skin skin care and, and, and skin health and um, in in sin. But with being good, like bad skin being sinful, like almost like clean, like clear skin's godliness, you know, to like and to be clean. Well, yeah, that's definitely true. Cause like the Muslims, um, they're very, very clean. Like they, they clean yeah. before they pray. They have very strict rules about cleanliness, and that's and I think Ray really hits it home when he says they see a word and it maybe takes on different meanings yeah. and changes, you know, throughout the ages and 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 you know whoever's writing it and stuff, but. Um, I definitely believe that the Jews, um, warn and, and I, and I want to say it's about the skin too. I'm not, um, that, you know, they can tell if you've been a, a sinner based off of, you know, and gosh, I have eczema. <laughs> it's, it's like, witch trials roll. Stuff. One of you gotta be careful. It's like the witch trials. I think it was, it was yeah. like, if people didn't like more of like it the lower looking at peasants and saying, you know, they shouldn't be here. It's kind of that deal. But crucifying them within the religious aspect of it, we're just making them be less than human. You know what I mean? Very interesting stuff. Uh, prayer for spiritual canopy. All right. Oh, I like that one. Well, I like them all. But... Yeah. Um, this is an overall protecting, like a canopy over you to keep things from getting you? Uh, it's kind of like protection all around you. Yeah. I'm um, taking it like it's going, it's not really going, it's like putting up a force field. Right. Imagine yourself. Branding. Yeah. Imagine yourself being there and you've got this gigantic force field of light and love around you that stops everything. It is put in the words of the Gospels and the Old Testament, but it, it is the same concept. Uh, it's getting rid of your mistakes, your misbeliefs, and things that you've picked up. And then once all that is gone, it's put into spiritual protection around you to protect you from that again, from to protect you from anything getting into you. Hmm. It's not godly. You know what I mean? Oh, it is. It is. It's God. You're, you're talking. Protecting. Don't like ungodly things get into you. Is what I'm saying. Get possessed or attacked. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you're asking for God for that, for that protection, so that uh, things don't reach you. Yeah. And uh, I. Cindy Lou, did you want to say anything before I popped into this prayer? <clears throat> no, no, no. Pop into that prayer. I, um, I just, I, I, I think it gets me over to, um, is prayer magic, Ray? Is prayer magic to a degree? I think uh, it was kind of like a human. Uh... Are we making a deal with an entity when we pray? Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, did I go uh, there? I dipped my toe in. Uh, all right. Well, it's because magic. there's different kinds. There's there's gratitude, and I've heard prayers. The first one, the tone was gratitude. Well, I think people yeah. that don't believe in God almost believe in that. They just think that it's, it's not a real thing that people are putting murdering for and putting all their faith into this thing. 
sounds like atheist to feel life thing. I don't know. Ray, what do you think? Well, anything that we don't understand, we have to label. Yeah. So if we don't understand it or we don't believe it, we say, oh, no, no, that that's just magic. But if you go with the fact that, um, and you, you're going from the religious be- belief that there is one creator, one God for everything, then you are part of that. Now, we drift our free will. We drift away in our human form and involve ourselves in all these other things, uh, whether it be money, career, uh, whatever it may happen to be. And we lose sight of what we really are, that, that divine spark. What some of these prayers are doing is telling us to renew ourselves to once again connect with that higher source, that source we all came from, to once again be more than just this human body. And we're calling on the power of that source, the power that created billions upon billions of galaxies, the entire universe. We're calling upon that loving power to once, to once again help protect us so that we can rejoin and become again part of that divine source. And some people might call that magic and dismiss it. But I really think it's just finding who you really are and coming to connect with and once you do that then you come to know and there's a difference between believing and having faith and knowing once you know you are then that source is with you that protection is with you that love is with you so there's a knowing there which is a big problem people have is that um if you take someone and i'll use a perfect example uh the christ he was teaching and he constantly got frustrated with the apostles because they didn't get it. Well, the problem is unless you have that divine revelation or, or unless you have that connection and know when you say something to someone, if they don't have it, they will always interpret it from where they're coming from. They might call it magic. They might call it voodoo. They might call it superstition because they don't know it from your perspective of experiencing those blessings, experiencing that connection. So they have to put a label on it. They'll never understand it until it happens to them. Yeah. Ain't that the way? Ain't that the way? Now I'm going to hit this prayer while I got a fresher in my head. I got it. I memorized. So, I, you know, let me make sure I can get this right real quick. All right. Uh, dear Lord Jesus, please, please forgive me for all the times I have not submitted to your will in my life. Please forgive me for all the sinful actions, making agreements with the enemy, and for uh, believing the devil's lies. I now submit to you as my Lord. Dear Jesus, now I break every agreement that I have made with the enemy. Lord Jesus, please send an assignment of angels to remove and bind to the abyss all demons and their devices that had access to me because I believed their lies. I now ask you to establish a hedge of protection around me, over me, and under me, and seal it with your blood, Lord Jesus Christ. I now choose to put on the fuller armor of God and ask that you cleanse me and seal me, body, mind, soul, and spirit, with your blood, Lord Jesus Christ. Please have your angelic army Bind up and remove all demons, their devices, and all their power from within this protective hedge and have them sent to the abyss. Please have your angels destroy 
all demonic, occult, or witchcraft assignments directed against me. Not a fan of that one? I don't know. I'm conflicted. I feel, well, I think I think demonic stuff you can say is that don't really need to be sent your way. That occult stuff, occult stuff usually means negative stuff. You know what I mean? It's usually some black arts type stuff, willing to uh, you know make contact with somebody maybe you shouldn't for some knowledge or something like that. I think there's going to be a lot of offended Wiccans out there. Well, we didn't get to witchcraft yet. Now, the witchcraft thing is I know that's very 50-50. I know that there's people that is a, the controversial one. You know what I mean? I agree with you on that. Now, with Wiccan, you can be a Wiccan and not practice witchcraft, correct? Or no? I think so. Wiccans, I always assumed Wiccan was more people of the earth, worship the earth type deal. They're still praying to gods and... Yeah, witchcraft, witchcraft, I feel, is kind of occulty, though. Like, it's almost praying towards a bad spirit. Are we, are we agreeing dirt. that witchcraft and Wicca are the same? I don't know if it is. No. Ray. I would, I would say no. There's a lady I know I've known for over 30 years. Yeah. She, she is Wiccan. Uh, she's actually the head of a coven okay. of a group. I've done ceremonies with her. And she, they, it's basically very similar to Native American in that it is an earth-based belief system. For them, it's the, it's the goddess, the mother god. But in private conversations, you have the goddess and you have the god because there are two aspects, male and female, and they come mm-hmm. together in one. But their method of uh, worship or practice is different. Among the Wiccan, many of the principles, uh, as far as doing good and living well, are the same. It's not what we've come to in society identify as witchcraft. Mm -hmm. When we're talking about uh, devil worship or doing evil, and they're they're two completely different things. I have no problems with Wiccans. As I said, I've I've done joint ceremonies with them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think... We're talking about Satanists. We're talking about people that are worshipping Satan and not necessarily Wiccans. That may be practicing occults. Because, like, occult sciences is palm mm -hmm. reading, face reading, astrology. I mean, you can put astrology in there. So that's -hmm. that's an attack there a little bit. So I'm not sure. I I feel like uh, this this prayer is attacking a little bit of that. I mean... Are we going to attack the tarot? I, is, it, is tarot a cult? I think so. Some people don't get down with the tarot. Some people think the tarot is a bad tarot. thing. Yeah. I don't. I personally don't read tarot cards. I read playing cards. Yeah. I, but I, I, I don't. Um. You know, I don't hold any grudges. I've had tarot cards read for me before. You know. Right. I just don't. I just think that they may be a little devious. I, I, I sense deviousness. But yeah. is this what we're trying to cast out here with this prayer? I think the well, evil, which all right, yeah, right, you, you probably got a better answer. Well, uh, <laughs> what I was going to say is, if you're if you're if you're looking at the Catholic Church, what they're doing is they're trying to get people to turn away from any other form uh, of belief or practice. So they're going to group a lot of things together to say that like we're there's only one way, our way, and in that sense, like you were talking about earlier, Old Testament, Old. 
and New Testament, the difference is, if you go back into the Old Testament, there was a belief going way back in supernatural, the supernatural. They actually believed that there were other forces out there, there were other things out there that had power, etc. But it wasn't a belief that, like we, we talk about omniism, one God. Hmm. It wasn't a belief that there was only one God. It was the belief that there was only one supreme God, one source, one creator. And what the Catholic churches did was kind of make everything that doesn't fall in their narrow vision evil. I mean, even if you go back to the Nicene Council uh, a little after 300, the year 300, um, they threw out, oh, well, over 40 different uh, New Testaments of books. Mm. And they made it in, okay, you've got four, it's only these four, stop arguing, don't look at any other view, it's our way or the highway. That doesn't mean that some of the prayers aren't good, because they still speak to the essence, and they still speak to the divine, but you have to realize where they came from and what they were trying to do with them. I think of it kind of like, um, and I've been told not to think this way, not by Ray, but other folks, uh, almost like Wizard of Oz, like, <clears throat> where you got the good witch and the bad witches, you know what I mean? <clears throat> and I assume that the bad witches, you know, played by the same actress in the film, believe it or not. Um, that's more witchcrafty, whereas in, like, Glenda the Good Witch is more... I wouldn't quite call her Wiccan. I wouldn't go... Wiccan, I, when I think of Wiccan, this will upset the Wiccans. I think more of like um, almost hippie type deal, like living in the woods, hippie types that, you know, they do, they, they do <clears throat> you know, their sp spells and stuff like that, but nothing too wicked or crazy or however they do, you know what I mean? I, I, I assume they'd read a lot, but I don't know why. And then worship, you know, the art. I mean, there's a lot of alchemy involved, and that's where I think things kind of get twisted, and I've said it before with, um, you know, I think that alchemy and is kind of in the word witchcraft mm. or the word magic kind of got stolen a little bit by, you know, um, the original definition is, is to be dealing and making conversation and dealings with a, with another being, with a spirit, mm. um, or an entity, let's call it that. Cause I'm not sure which one it is. And then that kind of got blended in with the Wiccans, which are their, their earth, the, the, you know, they're burning sage and um, making potions and healing potions for inner, inner healing, obviously. Um, but then there is the people that are talking to demons, getting, you know, I want all of my, all my greatest fantasies. I want I want a million dollars and to be beautiful and um, everyone to love me and worship the ground I walk on. I and I'm just gonna like drink this blood to get there. Yeah, <laughs> I think that the different you know when it says occult and witchcraft, I feel like it's the same exact thing, <clears throat> except witchcraft's like the female version and occult's the male version. You know, you have occultists that do. Like our, uh, like Victor Crowley, our pal Victor Crowley and stuff. You know what I mean? Those people that really kind of push. I, that's in my mind. That's how I look at occult and witchcraft. I think they're both doing the same exact type of stuff. It's just who's doing it, who's leading the parade is the difference, you know? 
Do you see it I there have, yet either? Yeah. I, I was going to say, also, you've got to take a look at um, how modern people look at it. If you go back into the older Judaism, you've got the Kabbalah, and that's all mysticism. Uh. And recently I, I, I shared something on social media where they could uh, actually get a book or access to some information about the Kabbalah. And all of the comments I got in it is like, oh, no, there's only this, is that, that's just witchcraft, that's corruption, it is that, the um, Judaism, it's in, in its entirety, including the Kabbalah, yeah. it's the basic basis of Christianity. And if you want to, and I know some people are not going to like this, but, but if you want to, you could say that Jesus was a magician. He cured. He did miracles. He did the he did these things. He did them through the power of the Father of, or of God. But it was still miracle working. It was still magic in a sense. Yeah, but we we tend to say no. A miracle is different, and that's okay because that's what we believe. But if you believe, no, well, wait a minute. Why is it really different? Why 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 is this uh this healing any different than? Someone else who pray who prays over you, but uses a different prayer, and you get better. Yeah. Or uses a potion of herbs that they know have have these healing powers along with the prayers. There's no difference, except unless you want to say that your your way is the only way. And I've said it countless times in a universe this size: how can any individual know what the only way is? Yeah. Just being on this little planet, walking around on two feet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ray, do you see a difference between when you think of a warlock and a witch? <clears throat> what's the di- it's just what's the difference between those two things? Warlock's a male witch, basically. Okay, that's what I thought. Now, and then, 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 then you've got witch, and then you've got say it loud. <laughs> Warlocks are men. There you go. See, that's, that's what that's it. what I meant by the occult and the witchcraft. Thing. I'm not afraid to say it. Me either. <laughs> No, I mean, if you would, you would have, that's just like some people say, oh, shamanism is bad. You go to a Native American or you go to Aboriginal cultures and shamans were holy men. Yeah. They did healings. They did good things. But there's a lot of wordplay there that people use to support their point of view. And unfortunately, it immediately blocks out, out a lot of other very good things that are out there that you can learn from and that can enrich your life. It's almost like anybody more spiritual than the accuser is bad news. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. All right. To finish that up, we got, please have your angels stand guard over me and protect me from all attacks of the enemy. I thank you for establishing an impenetrable shield of protection around me. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to. I want to just. Uh, I. I want to just. In yes. accordance to the day it is right now, we know down in Florida. Yeah. They're getting plummeted mm-hmm. with um, Hurricane Ian. Is it? Is that where we're at, Ian? Ian. And um, and so years ago, I went down, and my dad and my grandpa. Well, he's passed since, but my dad's down there. My aunt and uncle are down there. My cousin Neil is down there. Um, my dad told me that in. St. Petersburg, this shaman put this spell, protection spell, hmm. over the city of St. Petersburg that it would never get hit direct on. 
Hmm. by a hurricane. So I'm not sure. I haven't looked to see because every time there's a hurricane, I always look like, is the shaman spell going to work? You know, and it has for a hundred years. So I'm pretty sure it's like right there. And and the last I heard, my mom was like, it's going to hit St. Pete direct. And I was like, no, the shaman put um, a spell on St. Petersburg to deflect it. So we'll see where it hits. If it hits north or south, we know that guy's uh, prayer protection is still um, bubbled around St. Petersburg, Florida. But prayers to everybody down there right now. Yes. Um, you know, I hope I hope we slip a prayer in for them tonight. Well, I was going to ask Ray a question real quick, but uh, he's praying for the people down in Florida. The um, well, I was wondering what's your what's your question? My question is. Uh, how long does a prayer last? Is that forever or is that like, you know, a lifetime of whoever did it or what, 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 how, how would that be measured? You think? I don't think you can measure it. I think it's the power of the prayer itself determines that. Okay. I'm down with that. So with that being said, let's pray against evil because a perfect thing to pray for when we're talking about the storms and the bad weather coming, because that's evil, even though it's in a face that you is familiar to you with wind and rain, there's some evil energy up in that trying to get some folks. Now, spirit of our God, father, son, and Holy spirit, most Holy Trinity descend upon me. Please purify me, mold me, fill me with yourself and use me. Banish all the forces of evil from me. Destroy them uh, and vanquish them so that I can be healthy and do good deeds. Banish from me all curses, hexes, spells, witchcraft, black magic, demonic assignments, maleficent and evil eye, and the evil eye, uh, diabolic infestations, oppressions, possessions, all that is evil and sinful, jealousy, treachery, envy, all physical, psychological, moral, spiritual, and diabolical ailments, as well as all the enticing spirits, deaf, dumb, blind, mute, and sleeping spirits, new age spirits, occult spirits, religious spirits, antichrist spirits, and any other spirits of death and darkness. That kind of covers the whole gauntlet of situations you might have to deal with. And it ain't done yet. I command and bid all the powers who molest me by the power of God Almighty, in the name of Jesus Christ, my Savior, to leave me forever and to be consigned into the everlasting lake of fire, that they may never again touch me or any other creature in the entire world. A.M. Amen. That's serious. That is serious. It's um, it's serious, and it's like it's casting out demon, like human demons, almost. It sounds like because it's like get rid of them, and the part about have them hurt nobody else ever again type deal. You hey, know? did they go regenerate like Pac Man? Like you can't. What the Evil spirits, like the ghosts in Pac Man, they go to the box in the middle and like regenerate. I do they- think that. I do think that like evil, like evil demonic spirits, when they're like exercised out of places or whatever, I do feel like they get drained out and they got to go back to wherever that negative energy is and like revamp them, rejuice themselves up. I think that. I don't know if Ray feels that way. 
about the, how they get their powers back or if they even do. Ray, what do you think about that? What's up when a, when a entity is possessed and gets its ass kicked by the Lord? Uh, does it go back with its tail between its legs to regroup itself, or how is that type? Do they do they disappear into the void? How does that kind of work? Do you have any idea? I'm not sure. I mean, my opinion would be that if you, for instance, you have an exorcism and you cast it out, that the spirit is still there. It's just not in that person anymore. You've removed it and sent it back to where it came from. Now, if it can regroup, gain strength, access to another person, I would think that'd be totally possible. Yeah, because I always assume whenever I see exorcisms or on on the television, of course, or you know, stuff like that. I always assume that that's what, that's what happens to these spirits is they're pulled, they're almost pulled out of them and thrown back in hell, but they, they, they'll be able to, you know, come back again. It's almost like nothing ever really fully dies type deal. You know what I mean? Which is interesting. Something, but there's gotta be, I know humans die, of course, but I think there's a spiritual death as well. Even after you're, even after you're become a spirit, you know what I mean? I think there's still, there's still room for a spirit to die. What do you think about that, you guys? When when I was on the USS Salem yeah. in in Quincy, Mass, it was the first time I felt something circling my my legs, and I don't know. Mm. Ugh, the people in the white coats are coming. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I know the difference, and I maybe Ray can tell me. But I was on I was on the boat. I was near a portal. And I had something that I guess took the shape of a dog. So I associated its shape with like a dog or some sort of animal on four legs. But I knew that that entity had never been here before. I knew it had never been alive in a body or or an animal body or, or anything else like that. Like my heart told me that this was something from somewhere that's not here. And I never experienced that before. Even at, Lizzie Borden, where things are touching me, and SK Pierce, they're flipping me around, and I'm and I'm feeling their heart attacks, and I, I felt them here. I felt them on this in this existence in this plane, but there, there was something, and I've never experienced it again. Um, that I knew in my heart had never had blood and a heartbeat and a body here in this side, but it was here, and it was circling my legs and it was taking the form of some sort of animal, even though it was not, I don't know. I want to say when we were, when we were at Rutland, I felt like, I think Ray, I could be wrong, but I think Ray got the presence of something that was never alive, never like a human thing, but it was an energy. Am I wrong with that? Or maybe I'm mixing up another story. There, there are entities out there that were never human. Right. I know. Yeah. And they can come, they can sometimes manifest or come into this reality. They can affect us. If you're sensitive or an empath, you, you may, be able to, may be able to tell they're there. Um, if they present, for instance, as a dog, then they may be trying to present as something non-threatening. Right. But they were, ne- they were never, they're not a ghost, so to speak, as a, a deceased person. They're just, they're not human at all. And they, they're out there. There's plenty of them out there. If that's your first time encountering them. Do you think that something like that could get into your head and figure out what you wouldn't be afraid of? And then kind of, you know, if they knew that Cynthia had a dog, and she, they said, well, 
she ain't bothered. She got dogs. She ain't bothered by dogs. What if we kind of made it to get the vibe that we were a dog or something? Worked my psyche. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of psyche yeah. working. Yeah. Uh, d- definitely. I mean, we our brains are electrical things. They they generate energy, etc. And just like people can uh, read chakras and energy in a in a system, in a body, um, these entities can read some of that energy in your mind. And then just take that information and use it against you. Use it to access you or use it, use it to present it in a form, a child, a dog, something harmless. Because mm. they know. And that's where the protection uh, comes up. That's where doing it on a regular basis. And I say on a regular basis, I mentioned the power of the prayer can last forever. But on a, on a regular basis, we have jobs, we have relationships, we have different things that come up and we get distracted. And we open ourselves up. So saying the prayers on a regular basis kind of reinforces it for ourselves. Because we've drifted. And it kind of writes us back to where we're supposed to be. It closes those doors that we opened a little bit. So we're slamming them back shut and saying, uh-uh, nope. I've been off the path for a while, but I'm shutting that door again. Yeah. That's it. And that's very important to try and stay in the path, do your protection, and also be careful about the people you're around because they will bring things in and they will knock down those walls. Mm. So you have to be very careful who you associate with. You know, in the, in the sense of the prayer lasting for a while, do you think that um, that could get eaten away at, so to speak? So let's say like this shaman who did this prayer over the town, was it St. Petersburg, was it? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> who did a prayer over St. Petersburg. Let's say that you know, within St. Petersburg, maybe a satanic church popped up or maybe there was like a, a crime site where, you know, some people were sacrificed. Do you think that that bad energy would start to pick away at that that prayer, that blessing that was laid over it, that it could, over time, it would crack the surface and eventually break through and then it would open up a window for something like, you know, if it prayed for the storm, if the prayer was for the storm, then, you know, then maybe one day it would get hit because of a breaking down of the prayer. The potential is there for it to last. It would depend upon the power of the shaman and his connection to the divine, connection mm-hmm. to the rest of the universe. If that was strong enough, it's going to be hard to break that blessing. Mm-hmm. It will be very hard. Uh, there are forces that may attack, but it's the commitment of that shaman to a lifestyle and what they have become and how they've connected themselves to the rest of the universe makes it very difficult for anything to break down that blessing and that protection. Because it's not just Joe Blow down the street saying this one time because um, he's a little afraid of something right. or afraid of how it's going to come. Here is someone who has immersed themselves in it. Their whole life is about this. And their, their connection it's better than your connection with the internet, it sounds. All right. need more prayers, that's for sure. More We're prayers for crying prayers. out loud. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was a, that was a first that at was the show. Awesome. That was we are, we, yeah, I think we upset something because it kicked me out of the chat, I think I heard, right? Yeah, it, it kicked you out. Yeah. Don't, wor- don't worry, while you were out, we were saying a prayer against it. Was, was my picture still here or no? No, nope. you just were gone. You guys were there for me, but you were frozen in time, both of you. So I was like, what's going on here? 
<sighs> the next one's binding spirits. Maybe it didn't want us to get to that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Some scary stuff. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The binding of evil spirits? Yeah. Yeah, that's when I was reading when it came to just get rid of evil spirits. <laughs> oh, geez. It did not want you to say that one. I guess not. Yeah. Holy macaroni. Well, we're going to have to say it anyways and see if anything happens. I, we... just changed a, I just changed a few words where, where it says here, where it says I. Mm-hmm. Um, not not all of the... Well, want me to read... I can read it again with those few changes for all of us. If you want to do yeah. the reading, you can do... I'll let my voice rest up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I stand with the power of the Lord God Almighty to bind Satan and all his evil spirits, demonic forces, satanic powers, principalities, with all the kings and princes of terrors, from the air, water, fire, ground, netherworld, and the evil forces of nature. I take authority over all demonic assignments and functions of destruction sent against us, and I expose all demonic forces as weakened, defeated enemies of Jesus Christ. I stand with the power of the Lord God Almighty to bind all enemies of Christ present together, all demonic entities under their one and highest authority, and I command these spirits into the abyss to never again return. I arise today with the power of the Lord God Almighty to call forth the heavenly host, the holy angels of God, to surround and protect and cleanse with God's holy light, all areas vacated by the forces of evil. I ask the Holy Spirit to permeate our minds, heart, body, soul, and spirit, creating a hunger and thirst for God's holy word, and to fill us with the life and love of my Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Yeah, definitely didn't want that being said. That was unfortunate. But it got it got a double dose, so that's what you get when you mess with the ghostly like that. You get the double dose of the binding evil spirit prayer to send you back where you came. You know what I mean? That's uh, that was some trippy stuff, you know. The prayer—it's now when you you pop a prayer like that to go into the forever thing, you know. If there was something messing around with us and you sent it away, how how do you think that works? Like it, it gets sent back. Like the power of the—does that mean he could never come? You know, give us a hard time again with that certain entity if it was. Uh, that particular entity, yes, that one's gone for good. So when you're doing a prayer or casting out, it's kind of like the scarlet letter, you know what I mean? Where it's like, you, once you get thrown out of the party, you're gone forever. You're not coming back in type deal, you know what I mean? No, think of a, think of, if you're thinking about a party, think about an archangel that's the bouncer at the door. Nope, you ain't coming back. Uh-uh, you ain't coming back. <laughs> I like how you said that. That was There was some surety in that for sure. Um, we got some archangels coming up in our future, I heard, so that's good to hear. Yeah, they always bounce our parties, you know what I mean? They're good like that. Yeah, Ray does it again. Uh, Ray should be selling books and doing big conventions. Um, if anybody out there listens to this, you have you do Paranormal Con, have your own little Paranormal Con or big Paranormal Con, you hit up Ray Boot and 
You can get probably get some of the mostly ghostly people there too. You know what I mean? It'd be fun times. Ghostly. So uh, we got one more. Since we're pretty much getting to the end of this thing, you know, we're closing this thing up, then what better prayer than the closing of deliverance prayers, you know what I mean? And uh, there's a good little something like this. Okay, thank you. You want to start off with a thank you? So, uh, you know, you know, thanks is due. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for awakening my sleeping spirit and bringing me into your light. Thank you, Lord transforming me by the renewing of my mind. Thank you, Lord, for pouring out your spirit on me and revealing your word to me. Thank you, Lord, for giving your angels charge over me in all my ways. Thank you for my faith in you and that from my innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. Thank you for directing my mind and heart into the love of the Father and the steadfastness of all your ways. Fill me with your overflowing uh, life and love, my Lord and King Jesus Christ. It's every duty. Um, we got. I got a psalm to go with that too that I always keep on hand for times like this. But I, I will say that you know that the fact that we've never really done prayers like this on the show, I think it, it, it threw me out. It's kind of uh, upsetting. It's kind of an upsetting thing. I'm not going to lie. Um, but let's do get into some Psalms 91. You know what I mean? Psalms 91 is made possible. You know what I mean? By the good, the good Lord, for sure. Uh, I'm not even going to get into Psalms 91 because I said it before. And my mind's a little blown, to tell you the truth, over that. That was a that was a crazy deal because and when I was re- reading the closing one in my head I was like, you know, we never really done no we've talked we've had episodes talking about how you need protection and you know maybe we dabbled in some protection stuff but to do a full episode on protection is probably upsetting to the alternate party you know what I mean so uh, that kicked my my head and I was like oh oh my well. That was uh, that was some stuff. So I mean, as we approach the closing of this episode, what do you have? You guys, I know Ray. You probably didn't really learn that much. Maybe it did. Did you learn anything, Ray, from this, or is it just me and Cindy Lou? Maybe. Um, I learned something. For, I try and learn something from everybody and everything that happens. Good man. Uh, I can remember one time. Um, I think it was the clan mother who, uh, when we were uh, on the reservation, uh, she was the same one who named me. And we, we were there, and I remember I used to bring my whole family, daughters, et cetera. They, they used to love the powwows and the reservation and stuff. And they would say something, and sometimes we'd kind of stare at them. And she would make a, I don't remember the exact words, but they basically were like um, the wisdom of the elders can be found in the children. Hmm. So and that was a way of saying, always listen, always learn, everybody. That should also be a tagline for a future Ray Booten movie. A great tagline. You know what I mean? 
Brady don't like that. I blew the moment. It was very good. That was very good, though. You know what I mean? Cindy Lou. Yeah. Did you, have it, I, you know what I learned today is God's word clearly defines evil spirits. It, cl- it clearly... It, it it clearly defines it. It clearly um, defines its existence. And we all have a responsibility every day to do good and do right. And um, whether you're Jewish or Christian or Muslim or Hindi or Native American or whatever it is that you believe, um, it just comes down to good and bad and doing the right thing. Yeah, I agree with that. You know what I mean? For sure. You know, it definitely reminds you of the, 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 the battle out there, you know what I mean? But the power, the power of the light, you know what I mean? And the power of the light and the good always outshines the bad, you know what I mean? Like it has the power to at least, you know what I mean, going one-on-one. Uh, at least, you know, we'll see. You know, what would, Ray, what do you think would make the darkness more powerful? Could anything make the darkness more powerful than the light in that situation? Or is that just impossible? Like, could there be enough evilness and bad stuff that the dark side is over, you know, overdoes the light? I don't believe so, because both the darkness and uh, everything comes from one source, which is the light. Yeah. Now... But the last thing the darkness wants to hear, since it is part of this divine creation, is that inside of it, there is a spark of that light. It has hidden it. It has turned its back on it. It is. It has behaved in the opposite way. And to, to turn around and remind it that, hey, you have that light inside you absolutely drive it crazy that light is in everything you can put a throw a blanket over a light but uh, the light's still going to be shining and eventually that blanket will either fall off burn off something will happen but the light won't go out the light will be there yeah. but that darkness that darkness is a lamp with a blanket over it what you have to do is rip away that blanket and show the darkness its own light where it came from what its original source was before it turned its back. Because it's composed of that same light, even though it walks a different path. Mm. Just like people who walk an evil path, that doesn't mean the soul necessarily started out evil or is fully evil. It's just the path they've chosen. But deep down inside, that light is still there and can never be extinguished. And that energy, that light, is eventually going to fully manifest itself again. Mm. And it will all come to being one light. I agree with that. You know, is there ever, is there, you know, I almost get a vibe, like a story of it's the ultimate forgiveness story type deal where you have the devil is like really just kind of bitter and upset about being tossed out of heaven. You know, all the, the angels wanted to be more important than the humans and stuff like that. So it's like when you get to the whole end of it, you know, if, if all the bad that the devil's done, if they were to square off and, you know, God put his arms out, gave him a big hug, and he forgave him for all the bad, 
the world would explode. And then that would have to make room for a whole new world with whole new people. I think that'd be a great ending for the big story. I well, believe that yeah. I believe that some people say that Earth will become the new Eden. Through I something be, like I, that? I believe, I believe it will be without the rapture, which I'm um, looking in the Old Testament, people have it backwards, but that's something another time. But I believe that, yes, at some point in time, all returns to the light. All becomes light again. You can't extinguish it. Yeah, all my life, even as a kid, I always that that was like the thing that I had in my head. And I know it's not in the Bible and stuff, but it's like because the Bible's kind of a big moral tale, you know what I mean? Um, that it's almost like the whole thing. The whole thing about Jesus and all that is forgiveness is huge. You know what I mean? So I think it was always kind of like to, to if you would have if there was to be more to it. That would have been a perfect way for like everything to kind of end. If we were going to make a cinematic, if we were going to make God like the story of God cinematic, where the devil and him are going to square off, and there's that moment where you know he opens up his arms and for the hug, and the devil wants to kill him, but he can't, and he gets emotional, and they have that embr the embrace, and they hug each other, and God forgives him for all his evil all evilness and everything he's done. And because of the ultimate forgiveness, you know what I mean? It's almost like the whole story. It's almost like the story of humanity, you know what I mean? It's kind of an interesting take. Uh, that's how it ends. But then, of course, the world blows up, like I said, and then the restart happens, and I don't know, maybe they'll be walking alligators next time around. Who knows what the story will be? But that's the end of the human tale, you know what I mean? In the beginning of the alligator tail but uh very creepy stuff for the reptilians when the reptilians do a big i forgot what show we're on here for a second Ooh, slipping i'm slipping and sliding but um this was good i'm glad we got into these prayers because this could be our most important episode and i do feel like something didn't want us get into those which is creep me out big time for sure but you know it's all for the good it's all for the good you know what I mean? Do you guys want to say anything closing on prayers? Are these seven in particular? Yeah, Are lessons learned the hard way for me as far as protection and consistency. So um, I say my prayers every morning. You gotta. You know what <laughs> I, I mean? do. Medit I meditate deep, and uh, and that is my form of praying. Is uh, is is a deep meditation state first thing in the morning. Hell yeah. I recommend it. I'm with that. We all recommend that at the Ghosty mostly. Doing the big, mostly Ghosty style. Now, Ray, what do you think? Um, The prayers, I don't think, have to be as formal, though I think that they allow us to focus, and that is good, uh, to be able to focus in and bring us back to what is important. Yeah. For me, the prayer and the protection is uh, during the day, like uh, I'm out back uh, in the morning, I'll have coffee and I'll come out here and I'll listen to the birds, I'll look at the sun, I'll look at the trees, I'll wonder at the beauty of it all, and I'll thank God for it, and I'll just let myself go, let myself get into it, let, my, let myself feel it. And know that I'm know that I'm blessed, and be at peace with that. 
And that's part of my prayer. It's not formal. Yes, there are times I meditate. There's times I use that book and other readings. But it doesn't have to be a formal prayer every minute. It's more like keeping the mind right and focused on the light and focused on the good. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, then evil does not want to be around. It may attack you now and then to see if it can break you down. But for the most part, it just doesn't want to be around you. Yeah. You know, I know that they only cover uh, seven here, but you said there was, what, like 17 or 16 of them altogether? Uh, 16, yeah. Now, was there any of her from memory that were important enough that you should you feel like you should tell people here that they left out or they cover all the really important ones? Well, I got one on breaking curses. I don't think we did that one. Yeah. Uh, against evil we did, denouncing the occult. Let's see. Standard prayer against mouthpiece. Nope. Canopy we did. Evil spirits. There was one in here, removing demonic influence. That's always interesting. Hmm. Now, are you guys hearing these voices coming through? I was hearing some while. scratching. I, I was hearing the voices come through. I don't know if you want to say say that again, Ray, but as as he was talking, I heard the voice over him. And I was hoping that one of you had something going, but I know you don't. So I might uh, I I could I, I heard I thought I heard like scratch like scratches sounds, which could have been like whispers of voices. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that this episode might have some things. The people out there are going to be able to hear it and know if they hear some things too. Imagine well, if they, one, yeah. There's one over here, remo- removing demonic influence. Let's get to that. What? <laughs> Let's get right to that. <laughs> that didn't sound like a friendly voice. Like, <laughs> That was the one you said around that time too. Why well, you you want me to read that one? Yeah, I think we should do that. Okay. Thank you first. Dear Lord Jesus Christ, would you please send a special assignment of warring angels to remove and bind to the abyss every demonic influence that has contributed to our sinful behaviors of criticism, impatience, resentment, pride, rebellion, stubbornness, unforgiveness, gossip, disobedience, strife, violence, divorce, accusation, anger, manipulation, jealousy, greed, laziness, revenge, coveting, possessiveness, control, retaliation, selfishness, deceitfulness, deception, dishonesty, unbelief, Seduction, lust, pornography, masturbation, idolatry, and witchcraft. May your angelic warriors remove and bind to the abyss every demonic influence that has contributed to my uh, physical, psychological, or spiritual infirmities of nerve disorders, lung disorders, brain disorders, dysfunction, AIDS, cancer, hypochondria, hyperactivity, depression, schizophrenia, fatigue, anorexia, bulimia, addictions, gluttony, Perfectionism, alcoholism, sexual addictions, sexual perversions, attempted suicide, incest, pedophilia, lesbianism, homosexuality, adultery, confusion, procrastination, self-hatred, isolation, paranoia, nervousness, passivity, indecision, doubt, oppression, rejection, poor self-image, anxiety, shame, and fear. 
I arise today with the power of the Lord Jesus Christ and ask to be filled with your Holy Spirit's gifts of gifts of peace, patience, love, joy, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, humility, forgiveness, goodness, fortitude, discipline, truth, relinquishment, good self-image, prosperity, charity, obedience, a sound mind, fulfillment in Christ, acceptance of self, acceptance of others, trust, freedom from addictions, freedom of having to control, freedom from shame, wholeness, wellness, health, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and a light in life of Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you. Hell yeah, yeah. For sure, man. That covered everything. Amen on that. That was... Ray, you must be winded after that. That was probably the most reading I think you've ever done on the show. You're a better reader than I am, so watch out. I might start uh, looking in your direction, bud. Uh, at some point in time, when I get you a copy of this, you're going to see, see uh, you got to read the one about healing your family lineage. Yeah. That one goes way, way back to even your aunt to, to forgive and cleanse <coughs> the effect of your ancestors, those who came before you. Yeah, they've been up to no good, so you got to cleanse them up. Well, that was. I really liked Ray saying that. That was good times. We can get you reading more. You know, there's really nothing more that could be said. You know what I mean? Cynthia Whitney, the great. We thank you for always being on the awesome. show. Always fun. Always something popping off. That's for sure. Great, <laughs> right. Ray. Always a pleasure, as you know. Pleasure's mine. And everybody out there, it's a pleasure having you all listening. You know, if you like this, go check out more episodes of Mostly Ghostly, wherever you're listening to this. And uh, look for future episodes on the come up. So say your prayers, take your vitamins, and we'll catch you all on the next episode of Mostly Ghostly.